0: You know what? This is just practice. When it's game time, when the lights come up, yeah, and it matters, I'm there. Okay, I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I believe in you, Bob. All right, let's go for
1: it. Okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no-nonsense this morning. I never thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside of my head. It's a scary place.
1: Buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. You love them? You hate them? However you feel about it, this episode is going to help you use them for good. Also... What'd you think of that new intro? Let us know. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. And I'm Bob
0: Galen. Today, buzzwords. And it's game time before that. Whoa. It's, it's freaking game time, Metacasters. <laughs> We're not in practice. We're in the game. I didn't wear my shirt today. You didn't. No. And I I brought my A game to the table. We'll find out, Bob. We'll find out. Yeah. Everyone, the backstory is Josh was busting my chops because I was a little bit low key.
1: But that was before it was, it's time. It may have been a mistake to, to, <laughs> to, to poke the sleeping bear. <laughs> You think? Yeah, I'm starting to regret some words I've said in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so Buzzwords. what are the words? Yeah, one of the things that we were talking about, topic ideas, and Bob went like buzzword crazy organizational agility, transformation throughout DevOps, all these things, all in a good area for discussion, but I wasn't feeling the energy around that topic. So then it just kind of hit us of like, Hey, there's a ton of buzzwords out there. So we're going to throw some out and give you our reaction in hopes that it helps you when those buzzwords pop up and you can either center on what the intended meaning is or combat some of the typical issues you see occurring when people start using those buzzwords without fully understanding them. So we're hoping to arm you with a little bit of a defense mechanism. Well, I mean, that's,
0: yeah, I would, I would buy that. I mean, I think part of it though was, you know, not all buzzwords are bad. Right. So let's let's see where we go. Yeah. So I threw out, this came up in the, the agile moose herd, uh, this lean coffee I do twice a week. And, uh, uh, Angela, Angela, Leon, who's a coach in Florida. She, she brought up, was it her? It doesn't matter. Uh, but some, someone brought up, no, Julie Everett, who's a coach in Florida, mm-hmm. brought up uh, business agility versus organizational agility. And she said, are they the same thing? And and she was trying to understand them. Mm-hmm. And they're both buzzwords, right? Yeah. Business agility. Actually, there's a business agility institute, so you know it's a buzzword. But of if, course there if is. someone creates a freaking institute yeah. around it. Um and and we talked about it, and and I thought on the surface it was sort of a you know not an interesting conversation, but mm-hmm. it, but it made me think. Like and 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 I came up with my definition, and I threw it on the table. I wasn't trying to define it; mm-hmm. I was trying to sort of brain dump, like how do I interpret those two terms, those two buzzwords or or frames, and uh, and it turned out I looked at them differently.
1: So the two terms are. Organizational agility mm-hmm. and business agility. Okay. I can, I have concepts of differences. So I, I wasn't go, I mean, but yeah. for, for me, I, and I, and we
0: drew like a Venn and there mm-hmm. was overlap. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was drawing it in with my hands in the air, right? <laughs> because it was a video. I, I could have done a whiteboard. Yeah. yeah. But for me, business agility was like the business side. So I'll, I'll throw some terms out mm-hmm. there. Uh, flow, Prioritization, roadmaps, uh, business goals, mm-hmm. OKRs, um, on the business agility side, customer engagement, mm-hmm. uh, alignment with customer, awareness of customer, uh, collab- uh, partnership with the customer, things like that. So it's sort of the business flow. Yeah. Uh, from cash, from ID, idea to cash mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, something like that. We're, so that's where I was going with business
1: agility, yeah, so it, my my the way I would attempt to wrap some words around that is the business's capability to adapt in a changing market. Oh, you smooth dog you. Now, those feel like buzzwords. Like I feel no, like I defined was, a buzzword don't, don't with don't buzzwords. Don't pedal. Own it. And so that what was I'm tra- what I'm trying to say with that is that things don't stay the same. And if you just keep building the same product and start wondering why your customers aren't using it, you're not agile. So give me some so give me some words there, like nimbleness, is that what you're thinking? Pivoting? <laughs> stuff like that? Is that I'm 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 yes. I'm curious. Yeah, what yeah. You can't be curious with that smirk on your face I, while I, I <laughs> using buzzwords in the buzzword episode. <laughs> no. I, but it is things are going to change. And you can have a narrow-minded view of what the product is, and that product will be the bits and bytes that you ship in the software or hardware or whatever it is that you make, but there's much more to it that you deliver with that experience to the customer yep. and can you adjust to who the customer base is I, I, changes, I buy that. all those things I I, I I think that was nicely. Do- I'm seeing a new Josh
0: Anderson like from the you know the dark side or something like the product side. So I I I get I that's what I I think I looked at the Business Agility Institute website and Mm I don't know if they have a hard definition but they have some stuff and they sounded more like you Mm -hmm. so I was giving like droplets of I don't know concepts or something you put it together nicely Mm -hmm. all joking aside Mm -hmm. and it really is this sort of customer value flow and the ability to change adaptiveness right right to it Uh, sense and respond right sensing the the current landscape
1: like the complexity landscape mm-hmm. and then responding which in the right way right like what markets should we go into should we not go into different markets yeah. all of, right all of those things yeah. those that 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 whole that whole big challenge organizational agility
0: now where i went with that is i went to the company so in my mind it was like organizations mm-hmm. and it was things like hr inclusion Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, first teams, agile transformation teams, organizational change like change model like Kotter's change strategy or Kotter's eight step model for change, uh, culture shaping. So, mm-hmm. so I went to cultures, uh, agile cultures. So, so to me, it's it overlaps into the business agility. The business agility side was sort mm-hmm. of the value flow in my mind. Yeah, um, and then maybe how do you enable that? Uh, like team growth, teaming right. the right. people was on the organization leadership. You know, really behaving like leaders, like morphing into agile leaders, was the organizational agility side of things. Right. Uh, there was some overlap between those two. Uh, then I put agile in the discussion. I put agile underneath that, if you will, like mm-hmm. the term. So there's there's what business agility and organizational agility. And I said, well, what's the foundation? And when I said agile, it's things like the manifesto, uh, scrum, Kanban, yeah. scaling <clears throat> frameworks yeah. and stuff. Um, and I, I, I almost think that the two, organizational agility and business agility, are more agnostic. Like they're not directly tied to scrum or Kanban. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Right,
1: yeah. So my experience when I think of organizational agility is I've been in a lot of high-growth situations and – What we've had to do is continuously reshape the organization based on our growth. So the organizational structure, roles that we had, all that stuff made sense when we were 50 people. So like reworking stuff. Right. But then once we're 300 people, you got to reimagine how things work. You can't just keep doing things the same way. You're likely going to crumble. So thinking about how we – and the lens that we used was we – treated our organization as a product and we would iterate on it and run experiments and say, Hey, let's try this. Like we have this new challenge that didn't present ourselves, didn't present it to ourselves when we were 50 people. Now we're a hundred. Do we need to change? So let's try some stuff.
0: So organizational agility to me is like cross-functional teams falls there. Right. Um, And then scaling, you know, organizational scaling reorgs, that notion of alignment, Fall, clearly falls there <clears throat> yeah. um there's books on how to organize your organization for, for agile organization I, like you know and and sometimes people like you know they sort of pick on it or they say that's not agile right but i do think at scale like organization <clears throat> getting balanced org structures it's not sexy and it right. doesn't sound it sounds management centric rather than agile centric right but i think it's just a fact of life that you have to unless you're some kind of you know, growing up as a pure agile flat organization, you have to you have to structure things. You need roles and responsibilities. Yeah. You need job levels and things like that, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and like I even started with an organization when we were growing it from fr- from scratch, where we were super flat and everybody was an engineer, and that worked for a little while. But then people started to think about, hey, like, where's my career going to go? Yeah. <laughs> All of those things, and you have to <clears throat> support your org and your people and make sure that they well, are growing a, in all the railways. Well, that's an HR thing of, yeah.
0: of like creating creating ladders and things and mm-hmm. lining them with salary levels. I mean, it's this non-sexy, it sounds traditional stuff. And and you do want to agilify it. But it's necessary stuff. People care about mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah. right? And you have to adjust. So that was the organizational agility side. Right. Uh, now, let's use a term like uh, project to product. We're moving from a project based organization to a product based okay. organization. So we're running projects that start and finish, and mm-hmm. we form mm-hmm. teams around mm-hmm. that versus we form teams around products yeah. and they're longer lived. I think that notion is in, it overlaps those two things. I was trying to pick something that probably fell between yeah. business agility and organizational agility. I think that's an example of yeah. something that sort of
1: naturally fits in between. That is near and dear to my heart right now. Right. Yeah, that that's a transformation we're going through.
0: And it's hard to do that yeah. it, because leaders, I, I'm not trying to, you know, this is more, conju- you know, I'm not saying I know. Yeah. But what I've seen is a lot of traditional leaders, senior leaders, they're very project- I mean the way they think mm-hmm. and I think this way as well uh, very often but I think in terms of starting something up and then
1: finishing something right and then moving on to something else you know and what's funny is a lot of questions that we've received when we do our Q&A sessions at conferences there 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 always comes up this flavor of how do you fund the projects yeah. in an agile world? Yeah. So, and it's always those. They're usually larger organizations that are start, Somebody's trying to build, and they're trying to cross this chasm of hey, like we want to be products, but finance won't let us do that because yeah. of the way things are funded and projects are funded and the, all of those things. Right. That's a that that's a big hurdle for a lot of folks.
0: I think it's a mischaracterization too, though. I mean, I I think it's I I think finance can fund. Product-based model. Oh, without right? a doubt. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But usually that organization hasn't fully adopted that product-based approach, right? So the the technology arm is trying to think product-based, but the organization isn't agile enough to support a new way of funding things.
0: You know, can I challenge? I, I, yeah. I don't want to challenge it hard, but... I'm going to use CMM as an example, mm-hmm. capability maturity model. Mm-hmm. You you had experience with that at, uh, what was the, now I'm blanking on the company, where Do we ex- met. Solutions? No, where no, we met. No, Teradata. Teradata. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. remember they were a CMM shop mm-hmm. and they would, um, so they there was a lot of angst there around CMM will not support Agile. Mm-hmm. The auditors will not support Agile. Mm-hmm. and And I actually think... Uh, that's not true actually not that i think i remember talking to the auditors there and they're like we don't give a crap what you do right. we care that you do what you say you're going to do right and that we can verify it and so the people holding on to the old way of business were actually the people in technology who mm-hmm. didn't want to change it right. wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't the auditors right now the people in technology use the auditors as an excuse Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is I think the same thing happens in finance. Finance doesn't yeah, give totally a, fair. Right. a rat's butt. Right. I mean, they, they sort of do, but they're not stuck. They're just right. like we have these levers that we need to control. But what happens is like engineering management who's used to – Blames them. Blames yeah. them. Yeah. I'm wondering – so that's my – my, you know, it's not real.
1: There's a facade there sometimes. Do, do yeah. you resonate? agree completely. Right. And so you and I both live that. Right. Um, we we were able to get agile rolling, and the biggest hurdles were in that like technical leadership group. We're like, we can't do this. So and so won't let it's us. the weirdest thing, yeah. right? It's like a lot of that's.
0: This is almost like a a, a meta. Anti-pattern. <laughs> Back to our roots. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of rooty. To, rooted. Oh my, oh I know, but I don't uh, know what's happening? But it is. I think there's this like this counterintuitive thing that you blame mm-hmm. other people, and the teams very often look at the world. Oh, yeah, you're right. Finance right. sucks. Yeah, and it's, yeah. when it's an internal change resistance pattern rather than the externals. Right. The externals are not the root. Yeah. Okay back to buzzwords. Next buzzword. Do you have one?
1: DevOps. I was I, okay, cool. I'm glad you all right. Uh, and like I've even seen it go so far as to be a DevOps culture. Oh, and there's other there's
0: variations of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know them all, but there's DevSecOps. Have you seen that? Yeah. Security ops. Like yeah. right? Dev or there's Dev, I don't know, Dev you know, dweebops or something like that I No, but there is They they extend it There's I don't like, think there's a dev
1: dweebops No, there's probably not <laughs> There's probably not You just tried to convince me there was <laughs> There is There
0: is You gotta look for those dweebs Oh my gosh uh, But no, but they extended it, it Alright, yeah, so yeah, devops yeah, 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 And yes. all the
1: variations Right What's your reaction to that? Uh I love the concept of devops what I, what I think has happened is it becomes like this thing that you blame almost like well like this isn't a devops culture or what it, it becomes an escape hatch for people like oh this is hard we don't have devops we don't do this when in reality the origin of it is that so many engineering teams just like built code and they were never connected to how to actually operationally get the thing in the wild. Well, how it ran. Yeah. In the real world, right? right? It um, works on my machine.
0: Well, and and one of the one of the at, at eye contact I remember, again, this is David, mm-hmm. this is years ago, but there was this ops had ops was a little squirrely mm-hmm. about letting people have access to production yeah. machines. Right. Uh, and and it was a it was like a hard concrete wall, so even if you were an, if you were an engineer and you were curious, you weren't allowed to even talk about production very right, often, right? right? You were prevented from like looking over the fence into production. Um, but I, I I that that was part of DevOps in my mind is breaking down that wall, and and I I don't know if that's true or not. I'd love to hear yours, but my 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 view of DevOps was always just breaking down that wall so that we had while we were building stuff we had operational awareness
1: yeah to me that's it operational awareness that is the whole intent that because i have been places where the the ops team or they were mislabeled devops because they weren't really devops they were aspiring to be devops but they were just ops they would be handed a air quote release oh i know that then they would spend like days Trying to deploy trying and to deploy. figure out
0: and get working, Yeah, right? and
1: it was solely their job. It was, well, this is what the engineers gave us. We got to go burn the midnight oil to get this live, and it's on us. And the engineers, you know, dutifully went and did whatever they did. Yep. That's what
0: we were. We would do deployments that I contact. We didn't have a lot of automation mm-hmm. when I first got there. And we would come in like Friday night and deploy overnight yeah. into Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And it was awful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when I say we, like, every, everyone was there. Right. Yeah. Every engineer, every ops person, mm-hmm. uh, leaders showed up, and it was this painful. And you had to go through databases, so you were like, it was like this multi-layered sort of deployment. So the database engineers would come in, you know, early, mm-hmm. et cetera. Then the engineers would come in. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it was a night. It was a nightmare and and part of what extended that is we didn't work together right so I you know we would be debugging things or we didn't talk about a configuration change right in a production database or something like that we didn't document it well so we
1: found that out and there's been an amazing evolution in tooling driven by this devops concept right so it is revolutionized the way many things happen and the way things get deployed so there's a ton of good don't I'm not bashing it. What I'm saying is that too often people start slinging around the term term DevOps without really understanding what it is or really buying into it or really investing in it. And then you're saying DevOps, but you're not doing DevOps. So let me hit
0: you with this and see how you respond. I think there's two parts to DevOps. I think think there's a tool chain part and a technology part, and there's a mindset part. We just talked about the mindset part with operational like strong operational collaboration and awareness between development and ops yeah right and that includes being able to touch production things Mm -hmm.
1: uh
0: then there's all of the freaking tooling right and pipelines and automation which is all fantastic and 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 people make shit tons of money on that like Mm -hmm. consultants coming in and implementing that right I I think the value of DevOps is the mindset as opposed to the tool
1: chain. Well, it's no different than the discussions we've had with Agile and the tools, right? I think so. It's that whole mindset of the tools will present themselves. Either you create them or you find them or open source is done or whatever. So they're there, but just having those tools, you can implement those tools. You can implement Docker containerization of CI/CD pipeline. But if the mindset isn't there... Do you Nothing think people matters. get that now? I think the buzzword think is the DevOps tool chain.
0: Yeah, like Trumps. Right. Yeah, the mindset still. Right. I think in the beginning it was a this vast difference. Right. Everyone was like you know cl- you know swarming on the tools, mm-hmm. and I don't think folks really got the mindset thing. Agree. I think it's
1: changing over time. Yeah, I think it's it's becoming more natural, given it's been allowed to grow. And kind of find its way, yep. and people are starting to get it. And there are more examples of it being done well, which I think has really helped people find their own way. Let me hit you with Dev, and
0: again, I'm not. You're much more tool centric mm-hmm. because the, yeah. I mean, generationally, yeah, and right. you're working and stuff. But DevSecOps, to me, the reaction for me is the mindset thing is divine, designed with security in mind, yeah, for operational environment. And then DevSec, there are tools that will scan, like algorithmically, look for you Mm -hmm. know are there security holes and things like that. So there's a tooling part of it, but I think again, I think it's design or performance. There could be Dev
1: Perf Ops. Yeah, it is all those things that engineers forget are hard. They don't have the tools, right? So they that mindset is not there for them to validate and make sure that we're. So you agree cool. with that? that yeah. I think like DevSec, there's a, and again, I think the harder thing is less
0: the tools, the scanning tools. I mean, again, they can be complex, but it's design with security yeah, in mind right. is hard. Mm-hmm. I think for engineers, yeah. it's a training thing. Yeah, uh, It's a leadership thing, uh, architects, mentoring mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, design with performance in mind, uh, <laughs> yeah. right? Is this yeah. going to be performant in the environment
1: yeah. that we're putting it in? Welcome to our diversity and inclusion minutes. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Bob Galen. We have we we have like a united update. Ooh. What is that? Well, usually it's like, hey, oh, Josh oh. is doing this, and Bob Bob's is doing, doing this, or Josh has something Bob doesn't or vice versa. I'm like, "Oh, good. Boy, I'm so, so glad we're doing something. something together." Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me more. So, f- Bob through his um, network, has connected. My awesome, (laughs) I don't
0: know, (laughs) my awesome, wide, widespread net of a network.
1: We were doing so good. We were, like, really delivering value to our listeners. And we were crisp, and you were were, precise. Yeah.
0: No, please, Josh, let me shut up. This
1: is why we have a whole new way to do intros. I
0: know. (laughs) I know it's because it's which which says exclude Bob. Yeah. Get back. Let's get back to it. A, a diversity. Oh, yes. Our pairing.
1: Our pairing. So Bob has through his network connected with a um, agile company who is helping us. Or we're, we're going to work together. We're st- we we have a phone call later this week where we're going to iron out the details. But we go back to the last episode where I gave an update on a discussion I had with someone at GitHub in their diversity group, who's leading that. And the education that she gave me is that the ultimate issue is that it's net zero. So the number of people that are leaving of color and the number of people that are coming into technology of color, it's net zero. We are not finding a way to generate more folks of color in the technology space than those that are leaving because they're aging out or they're frustrated because of the diversity issues so yeah. we are going to partner with somebody where we hope to increase the front of that issue and get more people of color joining the te- the technology force so that we start to address the diversity issues that we have
0: so opportunities to talk at universities mm-hmm. um we'll define the new universities early on in people's career so that we can influence um you know women and people of color mm-hmm. to uh you know just share what agiles what what agile is or aspects of agility right. aspects of technology um and not frighten them I, I you know it it's actually has uh my daughter for example is considering moving from social work mm-hmm. into scrum mastery or coaching mm-hmm. and that's actually that there's a lot of uh people's skills that can map mm mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a technology play. I think. Agile's this opportunity to really get a lot of, you know, diversity into technology mm-hmm. without having to be, what, a world-class programmer or something like that, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So, we have a meeting this week, and we'll give you a readout in the next Metacast, but we're excited. Right. So,
1: that's what we have on our plate. Before we get back to the episode, what do you have on your plate? We would love to know. Share it with us. What are you
0: doing? Another way of saying it, forget that plate crap. Ooh. What are you doing
1: to step up to the plate,
0: Medicasters?
1: You can't say, forget the plate crap, and then tell people to step up to the plate. Oh, I did do it that way, didn't I? What was a different plate? Okay, well.
0: Back to the episode, Josh? Yeah, yeah, please. (laughs) Another buzzword. Another buzzword. Do you have, I have one in mind. Oh,
1: we'll go then if you've got one. Agile away.
0: transformation. Okay. Big old honking. I think of it as a big old honking. Like most, org- we're doing an agile transformation.
1: Mm, okay. I hear
0: right? Most companies that I encounter. Yeah. Bob, we need
1: help with our agile transformation. So you can't see me, listeners. I'm staring out the window into the morning clouds <laughs> <laughs> that are transforming. <laughs> and the argument that's happening in my brain is it's never really done. You know, so it's like you're in this continuous mode of transformation.
0: So that doesn't that doesn't necessarily they're not saying that it's a finite thing. Right. Some of them are. Yeah. There are people that try to put a Gantt chart around a natural oh, transformation. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You've probably seen yes. that. Yes. Right. I, I love it when I encounter people like that. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, my brain wants to, and then I start getting sarcastic. Like, it's not a good strategy, Metacasters, to be an <laughs> ec, <the> outside consultant <laughs> and start being sarcastic <laughs> with your clients <laughs> when they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, but I, I will do that. Uh, but, uh, that is one of the the initial points of transformation you talk about. It's like an ongoing, continuous improvement. Mm-hmm. You want to align continuous improvement with it, but it is a buzzword. So, uh, well, other but, reaction, like, other but, reaction. It's, so, it's never why, done.
1: That's why I was uh, wrestling with the term because I feel like a transformation completes, and like, is that just flat out the wrong word?
0: I I do I do think there there is like an end point in most people's minds for <clears> it. So that could be part. That could be a problem. Part of the the uh, the
1: buzzword. But is that just when they stop paying you? So so I'm coming <laughs> like, back to what we said earlier. We, we are transformed when Bob is no longer getting paid by us. No, no. I it could be, uh, but uh,
0: or he stops making snarky <laughs> comments. About, we're done when yeah. he stops his snarky uh, comments and judgments. Um, I, I do I do think agile transformation includes so let's go back to some of the buzzwords. So it could be a meta buzzword. Uh I I did I that just I did that while you were drinking. I was just I? taking a drink. Exactly.
1: And you had to do that?
0: Yeah, I did. So business agility could be so it could be an umbrella that includes business agility, organizational agility, agile. Remember I talked about agile like from a frameworks perspective. So I do think agile transformation is is all lean. Uh, lean thinking Mm -hmm. uh design thinking so could be part of it uh so so i think actual transformation could be like this overarching and maybe that dilutes it because it's this huge cloud as you i'm coming back to you looking at the clouds (laughs) maybe because it's this huge cloud it's sort of dilute like what's the point of it it doesn't really have value because it's it's too big what do you think
1: i I think i can buy that right it's That's the hard part is like, what is an agile transformation? And it unravels, right? It quickly becomes that sweater. You start talking about lean and scrum and Kanban and DevOps and DevSecOps and DevPerfOps and DevDweebOps, which Bob just invented, right? All those things where it is like this super umbrella that, I think eventually ends up meaning not much. I'm I'm starting so I've I've used
0: that like mm-hmm. if you looked at my website, me too, you Same. would find lots of agile- yeah. I, I am the maestro of helping you with <laughs> agile transformation. Uh, but now that I'm thinking about it, it it dilutes it. I I don't know if that yeah. really I don't know if that helps me. I I think that's such a big buzzword. Do you have another one? No. Uh, how about if I throw out? Uh, <laughs> You know, like a lot of agile stuff. Like yeah. I've I've tried to tell.
1: Oh, I was going to go. Like is like Scrum a buzzword? So or like Agile is so even so a buzzword. That's where I'm going. Yeah. So
0: I'm going, and I was going to say being doing right, being agile versus doing agile. Oh, and but agile is the root. Is there, right. Is the root there? Yeah. And uh, is that a buzzword? I would argue. I could see it. Like yes,
1: I think the fact that however many years ago you and I did a. Agile is jump the shark oh, episode. Do you remember that? I yeah. do remember that. I think that's when it be, we were hitting on the fact that it became a buzzword. I didn't more, even know what jump the, the
0: shark meant. Do you remember? You probably don't remember that. I do. It's a happy days reference, right? Yeah. Like a Fonzie episode or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: There was an episode when Fonzie was water skiing and he jumped over sharks and people were like what does this have to do with happy days? Yeah. Like, like it's just like, it's past its prime. Like the fact that we have to write an episode about see, I, Ponzi I didn't, I rem- jumping I remember, over sharks.
0: Yeah. See, This is Metacaster.
1: See, I've learned things along the way. I'm not,
0: I'm not saying how valuable
1: they are, but, <laughs> but. but the so ju- it, but it the became a term, shark. right. It became a term yeah. of like when things are past their prime or they're yeah. like, they're like, okay, like we need to stop doing this, yeah. you know? So I think the fact that you and I years ago said, Feels like Agile's jump the shark, then I think, I think it's become a buzzword. I think it has become a buzzword now, right? Yeah, it, it is.
0: I even think these this clarification of doing agile versus being agile. Mm-hmm. You know, like people connect other like things Big to A it.
1: or small A. Ah, big A, a another one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So
0: so being doing, big A, small A, Agile was a root, uh, all
1: buzzwords. Right. So to clarify for those that may not have had the joy of hearing this, and I again like I've used these terms, so I feel a little dirty in saying this, but big A versus small A, small A to You're, me is Josh. I can't help
0: it. In my eyes, you are a you are a big A. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there.
1: Let me try again for okay, our uh, listeners. You go, you go ahead. <laughs> small A is the agile mindset of hey, yes. we're going to do things in an agile manner. Yep. Big, big a, a is Josh like, Anderson. Is like frameworks and transformation and all the, and, and, um, tight and safe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Safe and less and dad and all these things about like, how are we going to execute a thing? How are we going to projectize agile? Yeah. Right. Like how do we, how do we create that Gantt chart for how we're going to go from here to there? That's big a
0: Yeah, versus
1: little a. And the fact that we, it has. And now yeah. that we're talking through it, it 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 is a buzzword. It's a
0: lot of these things have lost their service to us, right? They mm-hmm. really, well, they really, or missed the point. Uh, what about scaling? You just brought it up, and you inspired me, like agile scaling or scaling agility, or scaling agile.
1: And I'm not saying any frameworks. I'm just saying the yeah, notion I, of scaling. So I think the scaling portion is important. There's two things where I think it gets messed up in the industry. I think consultants try and sell scaling. We're going to help you scale agile. The big mistake I think people make is they're trying to solve problems they don't actually have. Yeah. Right? To go back to the original problem of you likely don't need safe and all of these things that are out there for who you are Yes, there are companies that that might be the right answer. But so many people, you and I um, at Dude were wrestling with a company that had decided safe was the answer. Right. And we weren't that big. It just didn't make sense. It wasn't what we needed. It didn't solve the problems we had. But I'm saying scaling is
0: that. I'm I'm thinking scaling. So if I said Scrum of Scrums, that would be a scaling tactic. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a buzzword. But I think scaling in general, because I hear people talk about it. Oh, we're big. We have a scaling challenge. Right. No, you have a...
1: It feels like an excuse to me.
0: Yes. and Well, it goes back, and I think it's too big. Yeah. I think it's too amorphous. Right. <laughs> like, safe is too big. It's, right. It's got too much shit in it. Right. It's really, you're not, you're not solving your challenge. You're not picking and choosing and thinking. Mm-hmm. So, I'm wondering if, I, I think scaling, to me, at least, is a buzzword uh, at that level. Right at this level of you know we have to solve scaling. We're right. planning on doing scaling or something like that. Um, you know your your example at Dude, there, you didn't have a whole team. At, right. You were talking about they were <laughs> yeah. talking about scaling with yeah. like less than one team because yeah. they were worrying about it in the
1: future. Yeah. So I think there. I think it is this excuse to some degree. Um, any more buzzwords? One of my favorite buzzwords that I love dearly, but just got. Wrapped around the axle by the industry is Spotify.
0: Oh, my gosh. Nailed it. Nailed it. Like, Nailed I... It. Nailed it. Oh. I, I love... Oh, man, you get a... Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. You just pulled that out. No, I'm serious. Yes. Oh, holy crap, people. It's, yes, it's a yeah. buzzword. I so, am so sick of it.
1: Yes. And, I, and me, too. And I have implemented many things that Spotify wrote about and that's it a consultant and spotify wrote some things they didn't intend it to become a thing a framework something you implement something you do they were just like hey guys here's a blog post here's some cool stuff we're doing i know and then it it like grew legs and it became this thing and coaches and consultants or like i had talked to different companies like hey like we're going spotify like, what does that mean? And they lower their voice. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, it's a super secret. We're, yeah.
0: we're, you know, we're, we're like, yeah. really, we finally hit the mother load, right? Yeah. It's called Spotify. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I have a coach that I work with, um, and he's working for a company. I, I just know him. I did some training mm-hmm. with him at three companies ago, and we stay in touch. And uh, And his company is implementing SAFE, was mm-hmm. implementing SAFE. And, you know, and he knows I'm pretty opinionated about yeah, it. And yeah. he's, we've, we've talked over the over a few years. And then he rang me up right before the holidays and it's like, well, they we got a new leader, a new CTO, and they're going to throw out Safe. And the new thing is Spotify. So what do you think of Spotify? So we're going to replace <laughs> Safe with Spotify. And it was like, so I was happy and sad at the yeah. same time, right? I was yeah. happy that they were shooting Safe. Yeah. But it's like I was sad that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Right. It's this buzzword, right?
1: Yeah, and, and and the thing is that if you if you dig in relatively deep, what you'll find is the folks at Spotify feel like the creator of the Keurig. Right? Like he created this wonderful thing yeah. that allows you to create a single cup of coffee, nice and easy, but there's this byproduct of all these little plastic cups yeah. that go into the trash and 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 live on forever yeah and he never intended for that side effect to happen and spotify never intended for it to grow legs and become a thing it's got to be sad inside
0: spotify to some degree from that and i'm sure they snicker about it too because they moved on right so that's the other part of yeah yeah. (laughs) it's not like what they're doing is no is not what people are thinking
1: and here's the worst part of the whole situation is that the way we, the industry, responded to what they wonderfully shared is, if I'm them, do I second-guess
0: sharing? I would never share it. Right. Right. I'm sure it's shut down there.
1: What what other wonderful things are companies doing out there that they look at Spotify, who was trying to just share, and saw it became this thing, and they could never, like— Put it back together. Or it's like, a genie out of yeah, the bottle. I, yeah. You can't put it back. Yeah. No, I agree. So it, are there lessons learned that are stuck in the shadows because the industry is so grabby on a concept of like, hey, this is now a thing. This is a framework. Let's go do that. Let me wrap a business right. around helping your company go Spotify. I no, there are. Yeah. I, I know there are so that's the danger with
0: buzzwords is right people well devops is a perfect example there's mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. that are they're they're consulting companies and tooling companies that they're making that's their business yeah is devops i have one more buzzword Ooh, okay agile coach mm. oh boy what do you think that
1: cuts deep bob
0: it cuts deep to you <laughs> <laughs> i just I just stabbed myself in the abdomen there
1: uh, um agile coach it um, I'm gonna say yes, and the reason I'm gonna say yes, it's a buzzword is because, like many of the things that we've talked about in this episode. There's not a clear, concise definition for what it is, and people tend to sling that term around in various places in various ways. i I would say yes, that's one factor. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy.
0: Uh, there's there's everyone's an financial coach. Mm-hmm. so if everyone can be something, uh, yeah, then it has no value whatsoever. Right. It's a buzzword. I'm a DevOps engineer. Yeah. WTF, right? I'm an Agile coach. Yeah. Uh, I'd even add some of the enterprise Agile coach, technical Agile coach, uh, team Agile coach, (laughs) right? Organizational Agile coach. I I don't even know if those additions help. Right. Uh, Senior Agile coach, junior Agile coach, staff Agile coach. Um, I mean, I'm sort of pinging you to
1: see if you, does that help? Um, Well, i at dude solutions in what i called engine organizational engineering 3.0 yep uh because i was treating our organization like a product and we had a new version um i began defining levels of the agile coach group that we had yep and there started to be varying labels and I tried very hard to explain the differences in the labels. and I think they made sense in my mind. They did. Um, but I don't think that takes away my belief that the word agile coach is a buzzword it is a buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. Like I tried to make it not a buzzword. It's now I go back to what you said. I do think,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm starting to write a book actually on agile coaching and one of my motivations for it, it may see the light of day or may not, but I've, I'm pretty well, I'm into it. I've got four chapters done. I've got an outline and stuff. Uh, I'm meeting with a uh, an editor today to talk about a publisher. So I'm, I'm serious about it. But one of the things, one of the early things I say in the introduction is one of the problems is there's never been a baseline. Like there's no baseline model of this is what it is and this is what it isn't. Uh, and this is what the skill set is. I mean, there's some, models out there but they're not really there's not agreement and and so now it's like the clouds outside the window Yeah, it's Agile Coach it's so big and it's so broad and everyone can be one that, that I think it has that buzzword flavor to it do
1: you ever stop
0: writing I, I, I see I noticed by reading your face it's I can tell that I'm going to get shit before I get shit. You know that?
1: No, it's No, it's but like, you have
0: the same smirky look, come on, that I had a little while well, ago. You get this smirky look on your face. I know I'm going to get a little
1: jab. Let's call it a jab. Okay. Okay. A, yeah. A jab. That's fair. Yeah, was, so, Do I ever stop just a, writing? Just little, yeah. Only reason... So, Hamilton the musical is very large in our family. Okay. It's a. Have you ever seen it? I've seen parts of it. Okay. So there's this whole section in the middle where they're like, Alexander, do you ever stop writing? Like you Uh, just like you are writing, like you're running out of time. Like there's whole songs about it, and it's just like it connected me. Like Bob is just constantly writing. You know what it is for me. Um,
0: What do you do that you can't? I I don't. I think you talk. So, so you don't like to write. I don't. My my observation is you're not a writer. You're more of a talker. You're yeah, not I. A planner. I'm not now. Yeah, I'm not jabbing you with you. Yeah. It's not the plan. It's the engagement or something like. Yes. that. So, so you're a interactor or whatever. Yes. Uh, and I, I think that's cathartic for you. That's mm-hmm. where you ideas bloom and yes. things. For me, it's with pen in hand yeah, or hand on keyboard. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I. And I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, it's weird. Uh, so, for example, uh, yesterday I saw someone post something about salary and equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was talking about – he had a scenario. Lou Coleman had a scenario uh, about a, uh, a black woman comes into a company and they have a salary range for a job and her salary is way below it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her expectations are way below the window, the range. Mm-hmm. Do you hire her in the range or do you – Give her what she's used to, um, and it's sort of there was thirty responses to that, and to me that's this this sort of equity and right, and it aligns with our diversity and inclusion and equity uh, discussions we've had on the podcast, and I immediately. I'm like, I gotta write about that. <laughs> yeah, Right? It's a trigger for me. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a trigger, so it's not a comment in the thing. Yeah. It's like I cut and paste the link. I put it in. I'm already outlining the the pros and cons of the, the response. It's and I didn't I don't Yeah. I, twenty years ago I wasn't like this. Yeah. But yeah, it's the way I the way I process stuff. And the other thing is when I'm done, I feel it's like this cathartic exercise of Like, like, like a deep breath and then let it go. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. So like, I don't have to harp on it as much as I did. Right. Mm -hmm. I get it out. I get the energy out. So yes, I, I read. We
1: have gone way off topic. My fault.
0: No, it's okay. Agile coach. So buzzword. Buzzword. Do you got any more? I I, think we're at almost the end. Yeah. You I feel pretty one good. One burning? No, I I don't.
1: No, the one thing that I want to leave out there is if you've listened to this and you stuck through our um tangent on it Bob was an writing. Okay tangent. No, it was a good tangent. Yeah. Um, if you're still here, and we didn't cover a buzzword, you like oh, us to cover. Oh, send us buzzword. Yeah. We could we could
0: do part deux oh, of no. this discussion. Everett. Metacasters, send in yeah. your buzzwords. I want to do a part deux.
1: We start the episode with me regretting saying something. We yeah, end the episode just, with me regretting you,
0: you, yeah, it's saying okay. something. But it, wouldn't it be nice cool? Bookend. But wouldn't it be cool to do a part two, a bookend, if you will?
1: Uh, yes, a Bob. A yin to uh, it a would yin be to cool your yang, as long as you keep the French out of it. <laughs> so from beautiful downtown Fuquay Marina, North Carolina, I'm Bob Gale and I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care,
0: y'all.